really is an hour inspired that borrows from theatre, the theatre world that really has been exciting of late when you think of the massive productions that South Africa has been able to uh, host. And so later on, you'll experience Here's to You. It's back on our stages after a very successful uh, sold-out run last year. There were fantastic rave reviews of this performance, which uh, pays tribute to the Simon and Garfunkel songbook. And so um, some of the cast members are here today. The show is currently on at uh, Monte Casino, and it will be on until the 8th of March. So they'll be performing songs from that production. But before we get there, though, we're now exploring... A character and, of course, the life of the man who plays this character in an iconic theatre piece. Since it first opened in London in June of 1973 at the Royal Court Theatre, um, it was written by Richard O'Brien. The Rocky Horror Show has just become one of the world's favourite rock and roll musicals. My producer went uh, the other day and he just came back raving, raving about the production, but also raving about this guest's performance. It's been performed worldwide over 45 years and in more than 30 countries, it's been translated into over 20 languages. And my guest um, performs in this particular uh, uh, production. But before we get there, let me just kind of tell you a little bit about his stellar career. He's performed with uh, Sir Cliff Richard. This was at the London Palladium. And Sir Paul Simon uh, Paul McCartney, listen to me saying Simon, Simon's coming up later. <laughs> Music from Simon. Uh, Paul Simon is coming up later. But he performed with Sir Paul McCartney at uh, the Buddy Holly Week. He's received a Vita, a Naledi, and a Diaro, a, a, a Dalro Award for his work in South Africa, as well as a Green Room Award in Australia, where he worked for many, many, many years as well, and keeps returning with different productions. He's also played the, re- the lead role of Mickey in Ashes to Ashes, so I'm sure that kind of gives it away, and was also on Scandal as the businessman Damon. It's the one and only Craig Abani. Hello. How are you? Um, that's a wonderful introduction. Thank you. I think that's one of my favorite ones that it's anyone's ever done. It's the things you've done. It's the yeah, work thank that you, Zanya. That's you've lovely. done, the feathers It's in great your to cap. be here. Oh, thank you. Thank, thank you, you for coming in. I was checking with you if you were on stage last night um, and you don't look one bit exhausted. I got sleep. You are glowing. I, I, yeah, skin. I got some Did sleep. Did you get I, a facial while you were at it too? <laughs> oh, no. I think that's just my labello for men. But I, yeah, I managed to get some sleep last night. So I'm feeling, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling strong. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, congratulations, by the way. Thank you. On getting this role and being part of this fantastic showcase. It's such a gift. Yeah. No? yeah look, it's, uh, it's um, you know, you say congratulations, but I count myself very, very lucky. It's something I've uh, been wanting to play ever since I did this show in 1992. Because you played Rocky. Um, I played Rocky. Those, all those years ago. I was 21 years old and, and it was my first professional show and I, I watched um, the likes of Jeremy Crutchley and David Dennis and Ian Von Memmity play this this role and I thought... I can I can feel this character. Um, I mean, I was I was too young for it then. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then someone said I was too old for it now. But I said, "Whoa, just stop right there! <laughs> I'm auditioning for this." Um, but I, but uh, getting it was a complete gift, and and the the whole process and the whole run has been uh, has met and exceeded all my all my expectations. So it's in been 90, amazing. In 1992, you're playing Rocky, but you're yeah. seduced by Frank. There we go. Beautifully is, put. Yes. Frank is a seducer. 
Well, I went from being the created, because I was the created creature, to the creator. Mm -hmm. So that's what I am now. And I I was completely seduced by this musical when I first saw the movie when I was way too young to understand what it meant uh, on any level. I just knew... It was crazy, it was fun, and, and I loved Tim Curry as Frankenfurter. Yes. Very drawn to him, I wasn't sure why, uh, and loved the music. And then at 21, I was completely seduced by this, by this musical, um, the, the stage version, and by the character of Frankenfurter. And, and I, I dreamt that I'd one day get to do it, and uh, it's amazing that it's, uh, it's come true. So for anyone who hasn't seen it on stage, who hasn't seen the Rocky Horror Show on stage or uh, seen anything on the small screen either, and as you said, even when you were younger, you kind of didn't quite have a grasp of what it's about. Yes. <laughs> How would you describe it? Because it brings everything into one. There's comedy, yeah. there's a little bit of horror, there's great music, there's dance. There's, you know, it's many things. It's a, it's a musical spoof of uh, bad sci-fi B-grade movies. <laughs> and what Richard O'Brien did is he, he put together this very outlandish script, which is a very simple and well-told story about aliens that come from this planet called Transsexual Transylvania. And they come um, having, having got their information about humanity from these movies. Yeah. And especially this mad scientist, uh, Dr. Frankenfurter, he, he, he wants to be a sort of amalgamation of all these characters, men, women, Fay Ray from King Kong, a crazy scientist, a killer, a lover. Yes. He wants to be all these things. So that's the joy in playing this character as you're switching from one extreme to the other. And he comes with his, his butler stroke sidekick, Riff Raff, <laughs> mm-hmm. and, uh, and Riff Raff's sister, Magenta, and they come down and start um, doing what they will with humans. And they, Brad and Janet, have a a blowout and come to this castle, which is actually a spaceship in the the shape of a castle. And they get... So they're just these two innocent college kids. Absolutely. All American, all, you know, pure, innocent, just recently engaged. And they come and get enlightened, corrupted um, <laughs> their minds are opened wide and um, and they get sexualized and they get uh, transformed and uh, and leave very very different after this after this journey and that's I mean kind of the story in a nutshell but what it what it has managed to do and why I believe it's lasted for 47 years practically yeah. is it uh, people can identify with these characters as outlandish and outrageous as they are right uh, they can identify with them and it's uh, there's there's something in this um, you know the don't dream it be it line in the Rocky Horror show is about just even if you're left of center even if you're not sure who you are where you fit in how you fit in yeah sexually or otherwise um being true to yourself and who you are uh is 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 key to your to your happiness and your serenity and, and, I, and that comes through in the show and this was in 1973 it was way ahead of its time yes precisely groundbreaking I, scary i mean it was banned in in, in most places I, someone was alex J was telling me a story about he drove to sun city to watch the movie because it was banned in in, in south africa so <laughs> He, he went to to go watch it there because it was it was shocking. I mean, mm. as, as you say, coming out in the early seventies with this kind with with people uh, wearing fishnets and corsets and and having this sort of sexual element to it, yeah. and the freedom uh, that that free element to it was was groundbreaking and ahead of its time yes. and a bit scary, I think, for for a lot of conformists and institutions. You know. Well, let me give away a little bit about uh, my producer. He loves to hum and sing and. Uh, after he watched it, he was humming and singing "Sweet Transvestite." Yeah, sweet. Did, did, did Jonathan dress up when he? Did he dress no, up when he came? Oh. He didn't do any struts. He didn't dress up and all of that. He saved that for when he got home. Yes, <laughs> because that's what Frank will do to you, right? You'll want a piece of 
just that energy, you know, yeah. to play and be also just as uh, carefree. It's very freeing. You know, we, we have a thing at the end where we, I, I go out and have photographs with the people. You can't believe, I can imagine the conversations at home before people leave their house with a wife saying to him, do it. I dare you. Wear that corset <laughs> and the fishnets on the high heels. And him saying, I'm so uncomfortable and I can't breathe. Yes. But they come with a with the feather boas afterwards, these these big South African men, and they come and have photos with me. And they, I think they're feeling free. They're feeling like they can express themselves. They're relaxing. They're escaping. And that means the show is kind of doing what it's designed to absolutely, do. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And so I went and just listened to that song all over again. And if we are to stay with this point about the message, I think it's so powerful. And he gets, when he says, um, don't get strung out by the way I look. Don't judge a book by its cover, yeah. you know. And then the playfulness at the end with, I see you shiver with a little anti. Anticipation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just love all of that, the naughtiness uh, and what it, what it elicits. Yeah, no, look, it's got a, it's, 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 it's there's a mischief, a mischief quality, um, yeah, a yeah. mischievous quality and, 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 a, and a naughtiness and a freedom to express and to be different and to be um, out there and to be outlandish and to have fun um, on, on many levels, not just on the sort of, you know, the sexuality level, but, mm. on, but on many levels. And, it's, and, and I mean, there's, there's characters in wheelchairs on the stage. There's characters that are, that are slightly deformed on the stage. There's characters that are straight-laced. There's characters that aren't sure if they want to be straight, gay, men, women. Um, and and, and, and there's a lot of interaction with the audience, so they become a part of the journey with you. Yeah. And, and again, I believe that's, that's key to why this show has become a cult classic and, and why it's still around and why it's still as relevant and enjoyed by audiences. And, 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 and I'm aware of, of, of people coming to watch this show that have, that have we are introducing them mm -hmm. to the Rocky Horror Show because it's doing so well. People are coming to this theater to watch this show that have never seen it before, that have never seen the film before. And that's also part of our job is right. to introduce these pieces to new, new audiences. New audiences you know? Absolutely. And, that's, and that's happening. I was just astounded by your transformation, Craig. How long does that take? Uh, take we've got it down. I've got a wonderful lady called Tinika who who works with me, and she does my my makeup and wigs and and tattoos and, and everything. And we've got it down to about forty minutes. If I sit still, that's and, forty minutes and don't talk. Makeup, makeup, wigs, tattoos, lashes, all of that. High heels, mm -hmm. fishnets, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for, yes, the lashes, everything. But I think we can do it in 45. If I sit still and, and don't talk and don't get excited, so that yes. never happens. So how, it always takes about an hour. <laughs> and how do you, the, the, the feminization of the face, you know, mm. looking at you now, of course, I see Craig. Right. But anyone who, uh, just Google, if you want to see what we're talking about, you will see a complete, trend, like, you, you, I, I, I struggle to see Craig. Yes, it's, it's, um, it's, it's quite remarkable because... I change mm. uh, at, a, at a certain point in the makeup. Um, I sort of um, feel like the character, and you know, it's 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 like this with with any character that you in the rehearsal room and you rehearse to play a part. And when you get into the wardrobe and the wig, and the, you kind of you, you kind of go, ah, now I feel mm -hmm. like the character. Whether it was Billy Flynn in my suit in Chicago or the Captain von Trapp in Sound of Music, when I got into the suit and got yeah. my whistle, there's, it adds another dimension and an, another layer to your characterization. So mm. with Frankenfurter, I was strutting around in the rehearsal room in my shorts and, 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 and rehearsal gear in the heels, but as soon as that makeup goes on and, and I look at my eyes and they, I start looking a little bit, Pretty, even, <laughs> even if it isn't a kind of um, 
tarty uh, <laughs> drag queen kind of way yes. but i start feeling different and it and it and, and so my persona becomes quite different so, so my expressions are different and then it's aided, mannerisms it's aided, yeah it's, right and it's aided by this incredible makeup so thing. do they use that glue to 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 glue down your brows we, and powder we, powder powder it on before drawing on the way they want the brows you know, to because go. the brows go sort of above my brows but we we we, we haven't had to because it's quite a big venue ah. i think if we were uh, more intimate we'd, okay. we'd have to but we've managed we, uh, we've we've managed to kind of uh get the brows down enough and okay. paint the and paint the very thick ones over but my lips are huge i mean she 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 <laughs> does this uh, sort of outline of my lips and goes well beyond where my lips actually go so everything's kind of enhanced and a bit larger than well a lot larger than life um, but it all works. It's quite a big uh, theatre, the teatro. Right. Although it's beautifully built and it's intimate, um, mm. just to make sure it reads from uh, from from row from row P. Oh, know? I think it's an amazing <laughs> yeah. job that they do with the makeup. I yeah, mean, it's, we can't it's even awesome. Tell. It's awesome. If you walked around and said that was me to someone who didn't know, well, they wouldn't believe. Well, it was, uh, when when I came out, like last night, I came out and we didn't have photographs, and I came out as me, and I can get it off quite quickly, and I walked right past everybody. <laughs> it's, it's actually quite fun to do. And the corset, how comfortable is all of that? And the heels. Let's not forget the heels. The heels are amazing. They they were made for me. So they are extraordinarily comfortable. I was very worried about that. Mm. Um, and even the rehearsal ones I had um, were, were comfortable because they're quite thick. It's not a sort of the stiletto heel. heel. So it's sort of six inches, but it's quite thick. Mm -hmm. And the support was more than I than I anticipated. And so I'm quite comfortable in the shoes. I've broken a few on, on stage and, <laughs> and, and, and managed to. So thank, thank goodness we have uh, extras and a few, a few standby pairs. Yeah. The corset is... Um, is a little restricting the first one because it's got um, it's got the sort of loops over the shoulders. Mm -hmm. The it's easier with a corset that that doesn't have the loops because you can just kind of pull it down if you need pull it below the boobs, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and then you could breathe easy. But when they uh, at, on a Sunday everything goes in for dry cleaning, and when I come back on for the Wednesday night show, it's a bit. <laughs> I sort of have to squeeze into it a little bit, and I, and I'm thinking, is it is it because I ate a few pies over on my days off, or is it, is it because it shrunk slightly? Yeah, it's the latter. <laughs> it's the latter. It's the latter. <laughs> Can't believe you pulled off that sound so easily. <laughs> right, we are going to take a break, and then after this, we're going to continue our conversation with our Friday profile. That's Craig Abani, and we've just been visiting uh, the the production that he's a part of now, the Rocky Horror Show, which is on at the Teatro. We'll get those dates for you because it came back to uh, Monte Cassino from the 17th of uh, January and it's still on at the moment and uh, we'll give you all those dates um, and explore of course other facets other aspects of his career after the break the Friday profile Right, it's 25 minutes past two and we've been spending this half hour with Craig Abani and he is part of the Rocky Horror Show playing Frank Anferta, um, the sweet transvestite as he <laughs> describes himself. Uh, it's a fun show, incredible. One says, uh, some of your messages uh, on, on uh, WhatsApp, this says, 1985, I watched the play in Umtata, drag, etc. All permitted, but um, no rice, water pistol and newspapers permitted. This one comes from Zap. It's interesting because there's there's the audience participation aspect to this, and over the years, um, it's actually become they, there's an audience script where and and sort of they know what to say when, and they have shout outs, yeah. and most of them obscene <laughs> and 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 rude, um, and 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 sort of what ha what happened over the years, and when when this show was handed over to Chris Christopher Luscombe, who's this who is our director now, mm. Richard O'Brien wanted to take it back a little bit. He, he felt that the power was shifting from the stage 
to the audience. Now, what's happened is th- there's audience participation and they go and watch the movie. And when it rains, yeah. they put the newspapers on their head. When Rocky and Frank marry, they throw rice on the stage. It's easier to do when it's a movie because mm. it's not live. Mm. So it doesn't affect any timing things or, uh, or, or any performances. When it's a live show and you give the audience that power, which we still do, we, yes. we invite them to participate, to dress up and to shout out, uh, but it has to be kind of ha- reined in sometimes a little here and there because people can get carried away. Gotcha. So there, there, there is still that, that element um, where, where there are the sort of set shout outs and, mm-hmm. and, and we've been getting those and sometimes we get ones that aren't, that aren't set, that are just kind of, <laughs> someone's had yeah. one, one gin and tonic too many and they're screaming whatever, <laughs> but we just have to roll with that yes. and it's part of the fun and, and, and part of the, of, of the live experience, I mm. suppose, when it comes to Rocky Horror. So it is still encouraged, it is still a party, it is still interactive, it is still a lot of fun, but we are just focusing a little more on telling the story, right. on, on a little bit of the Rocky Horror in its purest original form, what Richard O'Brien intended it to be. Wow. Mm. So before that, though, you were still doing, you were doing incredible productions on stage. I can't believe the sort of um, love that the stage has shown you. Um, because a lot of people might, South Africans, I think in general, will know you from your TV work, right. but it's actually the stage where you've had really deep work and even for long periods of time. You did Chicago yes. um, before doing the Rocky Horror Show, I think, what, the Rock, the Rock and, of Ages as and well. And just before Rock of Ages, which is a VR theatrical, yeah. the same producers of, of Yes to You, the oh, Simon and Garfunkel, which are coming up. And, that, and they are amazing people to work for, a wonderful production team, they, and they're doing great shows. And Yes to You is fantastic. It's mm. a beautiful, beautiful Can't tribute wait. to Simon and Garfunkel. Can't and wait. Yeah, you must go and see that. Yes. And I did Chicago before that, which was the second time I've played uh, Billy Flynn. I did it in 2009. Um, and someone said to me, which parts do you want to play, Craig? And I said, well, if, I can, if, if you had to answer that quickly, I would say I want to play Billy Flynn and Frankenfurter. And the universe gave me both. So I'm sitting here very grateful and very, very blessed right now. And um, Billy Flynn was, is one of my favorite characters. And, and Chicago is a very, very sophisticated, um, intelligent, sexy, fantastic theatrical piece. I love doing it. Mm. We went overseas with it and we, um, and we did it here. Um, of course, our very own Amra Fay who played uh, Velma is, is, has been doing it on Broadway for many, many years, a, right. a, a homegrown talent. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and it's, it's, it's amazing that it, that it launched it launched her career over there. Sam Pio did it now when we did it. Uh, she was Roxy before she played uh, Velma Kelly now. Yeah. Um, and then I did Rock of Ages, which I love getting a second stab at that because I actually I stretched my character a little bit there and enjoyed That's what I was curious about, actually, coming back him. to the pr- same mm-hmm. production, coming back to yeah. the same characters in, yeah. some, in some cases. Um, and you coming back different, though. The characters are the same. That's it. However, you're exactly. different. Your experience is different. Your, you know, where you are personally is different. And it just brings, it just, it just highlights uh, that, you know, if, when you're playing a character, you, you, you're bringing whatever you're equipped with personally to that character's life, you know, to, to, mm. to the way you're going to portray that character, the, to the story, that, and to how you're going to tell the story of that character. Mm. So in 2009, Craig Abani is different to Craig Abani now, so Billy Flynn was different. Um, Dennis Dupree, which was a, just a fun, crazy character in, in, in uh, VR Theatrical's yeah. uh, Rock of Ages, I just had a lot more fun with him this time, and I was given license to be bolder with it. And with Frankenfurter, which is a return to the show, but a different character, I was, um, I was given complete license to to play and to experience and, and to experiment and to mm-hmm. to go as far as I wanted 
And he said, I'll rein you in if I feel I have to. And uh, <laughs> I didn't ever feel reined in. I was yeah. just kind of tweaked and honed. And yes. I think I had a, quite a clear idea of how I wanted to approach this this character. Like I said to you, he's, he's been in my mind's eye. Your and I've been list. thinking in my wish list for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's been strutting up and down in up that Up and down head. my mind. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Those heels. <laughs> Pouting and strutting, yeah. Hard to believe that um, it ends on the 1st of March. It's soon. Yeah. Where does it go after that? Because with the other productions, even with Chicago, you know, you... you went to other parts of the world so is it going to go anywhere do we know as yet do you know what's amazing is uh, we've south african performers now are part of the sort of global theatrical community yes. and it's, it's it's an amazing thing that has happened as a result of the work done by um, management such as peter turin hazel feldman showtime management that we that there's never an end date you never know. Yeah. You could get a call and the, uh, from New Zealand or from Australia or from the UK saying, "Listen, so we, we we want the show," and and nine times out of ten, we want they they want that cast because we have incredible talent here, and we and we and we've really got a good production. And you're of, one of those talents, Greg. Um, when I'm, I think about yeah, it, you MC, you 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 MC, uh, you do voiceovers, you act, you present, you sing. Okay, now you've got to add the dancing and you're looking super fit. <laughs> I'm trying, I'm trying. <laughs> Look, I mean, it's, uh, you know, you try and try and make yourself as employable as possible and, and, uh, and, and have as many strings to your bow as possible. You know, mm. I mean, it's, uh, the, the more mm. I can do, the more chance there is of me. Of me. Uh, I mean, the other day I got a phone call from a, a, someone who came and watched the show and said, come, come in and sing a jingle for this advert. And I hadn't done that for a while. And it was, it was great. It was yeah. so, so much fun and so yeah. amazing. And, and it's also how I make a living, you know. So it's, yes. Well, we wanted to pay tribute to you and just say here's to an incredible career, an incredible performance. Thank you. And just to wish you well. And can I do one shout out before I go? There's a yes. beautiful lady called Candace Smith who loves your show and listens and I want to say hello to her <laughs> and I know she's listening right now so sending love to her and she came and watched the show the other night and she better come and watch it again <laughs> and it's a pleasure to be on your show I think your show is wonderful fantastic Greg I've loved our time together I'm in love even more I've been seduced by Frank and <laughs> just by your passion thank you thank you